Welcome back, everybody. It's Good Boys, Bad Habits. It's me, Brian, here with Hampton. Hampton, say hey to the people. Hey. Uh, this feels right. It's our normal day. Back on a Wednesday. Thursday for you, people listening, when it first drops. We're back on our routine. Back on our bullshit, some would say. I would say so. I'm, I'm kind of feeling it today. This could be, this has potential to be one of those really good ones. I don't like doing Monday podcasts because I feel slow. I feel out of it on a Monday. It's kind of like when you go to school on the Monday, you're like, oh God, that's what you just started. Wednesday's like that perfect day where it's like just about to turn into the weekend. Mondays are tough for the media too. Don't forget that. Yeah. Especially when there's no Monday night football. (laughs) Because then they have nothing to talk about. Um, Let's jump into it with our question of the day. And I'm running out of ideas here, so we're going to start getting... We're going to start asking some new ones. Uh, what's the best stadium snack available at games? You can only get it in stadiums. Only in stadiums? I feel like you can get everything. There. Number one answer is Dippin' Dots. I knew you were going to say Dippin' Dots. I hate Dippin' Dots. I don't like Are you they... a freak? I feel like that makes me normal. Everyone loves Dippin' Dots. At some point, you can't be the ice cream of the future. You've been telling me that bullshit for 16 years. Well, what ice cream has surpassed it? As future ice cream. Astronaut ice cream? Not a thing. Have you never had astronaut ice cream? I bet astronaut ice cream is Dippin' Dots. All right, we'll go to the Aerospace Museum in Durham, and we'll get some sometime. There's an Aerospace Museum in Durham? It's a science museum, but they have a big big rocket outside of it. But there's astronaut ice cream, and it's freeze-dried, and it's really chalky, and it's not really ice cream. I don't even know if it has milk in it. But it's a real thing. Sounds gross. And so we're all living on Mars one day. We'll have to eat that. No, I bet we won't. I was going to say funnel cakes, but the problem with funnel cakes is the lines are always way too long. So you can't ever actually really get them. A third answer is a nice cold Bud Light. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> just beer. Beer is the best stadium snack. Hot dogs are up there probably. Especially on dollar dog nights, which Durham Bulls, if you're listening, can y'all do one dollar dog night this week? Or this year? This year. I tweeted at them, and they still haven't responded. They're on the shit list. Good things come for those who wait. It's an ancient proverb. Confucius. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he said that one. (laughs) Yeah, so the top three list that we just made is Dippin' Dots, Funnel Cakes, and Bud Light. (laughs) (laughs) You get all three, you're going to be feeling gross, but it's going to be a good game. You're going to feel just the right amount of gross, though. (laughs) And And then you top it all off with a hot dog if you need a little something extra. You know, some real substance. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and just get into it. This week, we got a lot. We got some college baseball. We will mention the U.S. Open and the NHL playoffs. I'm not saying we're going to talk about them. I'm saying we're going to mention them. Uh, then we're going to do Good Pats, Get in the Kennels. Then we're going to talk about The Bachelorette. We, episode 3 came out this week, but so that means we're going to be talking about Episode 2. You know we're running a little behind on that. Uh, and then we're going to go to the NBA. Here we go. Sounds like a good plan to me. Beep, beep, beep. Here we go. Beep, beep, beep. Don't do that again. Bleep, bleep. I'm cutting that out. College baseball. <laughs> um, here we go. Arizona, what a joke. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I took that from you. Supposed to be number one seed. Bye-bye. Gone. Who? It was Vanderbilt, Stanford tonight, and NC State plays the winner? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bye, Arizona. Let's talk about Vanderbilt real, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, great pitcher, whatever his name is. They showed his dad and his Jack sister. Leiter. Jack Leiter, great pitcher. Um, not good enough to beat the pack. Yeah, we gave, I, he gave up like four hits. One of them was a home run. Yeah, my question is, I said Vanderbilt, good pitching, but can they not hit, question mark? 
Well, I think that kid from Apex is just like that. And then you know when Evan Justice you know when Evan Justice comes in to close the game, that game's getting fucking closed. Yeah, it is so closed. Um here's a quick apology to our Tennessee fans listening. It was a rough go of it. Um, Alex Binky, if you're listening, I don't think you are. I think you just like to bother me about being on the podcast. We had talked about two weeks ago about you coming on and talk about college baseball. And now that your team's out, I think it's kind of pointless to invite you. Uh, let us Here, know. I'll call him real quick. I bet he doesn't answer. Email us um, Call next Alex year. Binky, Siri. In the meantime, I'll continue to fill time. NC State is one win away from making the College World Series championship. Have we ever done it? I don't really know. I don't follow NC State baseball. Um, but I've become a huge collegiate the first baseball time, fan. It's the first time NC State has won their first two games. My favorite player is Devontae Brown. Hello? Alex Binky, you're live on Good Boys, Bad Habits. Hey, Ryan, I actually have... Am I actually? You are. You're in the microphone right now. We're uh, talking about college baseball right now. What you got for us? Do you have any words about Tennessee? Good God almighty. Do I have any words about Tennessee besides the fact that we get the big orange screw every year regardless of the sport that we're playing? Um, All right, here's the thing. Y'all saw the home base tag out, right, when it was 4-4? Didn't see any of it, if I'm being honest. Didn't know Tennessee was in the College World Series, if I'm being honest. All right, well, you know what, guys? You want to hang up on your... What, you want to give me some grace here? I'm giving you some grace. Alright, so I have just a short little thing, okay? You actually woke me up in the middle of my nap. Well, it's uh, it's 7.50 on a Wednesday night, so <laughs> you're welcome. Well, I just, got, <laughs> I just got back from a long day, okay? Um, thought the Vols were going to win it all. I thought, you know, even after we lost to Virginia, I, I kept telling people, I even told your friend Jeff Bowie, Tennessee plays its best baseball when their backs are against the wall, right? Okay. So I went into that game having no doubt, absolutely no doubt. We can I cuss on this show? Go for it. We're Radio fourteen. Okay. I well, this is not too bad. I have no no doubt that we're gonna wipe our ass, absolutely wipe <laughs> our butt stains with Texas, right? <laughs> yep. I was wrong. All right. Okay. I had wishful thinking and I was wrong. That's okay. But Thank, thanks for owning it, though. That's all right. We have Tony Vitale, the, the best coach in college baseball currently. Tell me I'm wrong. Paul Marinari, Marinara sauce is out at LSU, right? I Tony can't Vitale, I can't tell you're wrong because I don't know. <laughs> good. Oh, so am I the college baseball expert now? Yes. Yeah, this is our first time ever talking about college baseball on the podcast. Wow. Okay, well, I'm probably the last guy you want to talk to because I only know things about Tennessee baseball. Um, but I'll finish up with we have the best college baseball coach uh, in the sport right now, we are. I don't know if we'll make it to Omaha, but we are going to be in the top five consistently for the next five years, and you can bet on that. You can mark my words, record it, whatever you want to do. It is as recorded, as Vitale, <laughs> right? As long as Tony Vitale is at the helm, we're in good shape. So okay. I'll see you boys in Omaha next year. So the the first question I had was, are you back next year? Back in Omaha? Yeah. You can bet your bottom dollar back in Omaha next year. Okay, secondary like question it. is, as the college baseball expert, who's going to win it all? This year? Yep. Oh, man. Uh, There's one answer. Yeah, I know. I know you guys want me to say that. Uh, I want you to say whatever your heart's telling you to say, or your knowledge. I would like, as the expert, I'd like you to go off your knowledge. You know what? I got. It comes between two teams, right? It's going to be either 
the fake UT in Texas or okay. the NC State Wolfpack. Uh-huh. NC State's riding hot right now. They're looking good. They just beat Vanderbilt. Um, yeah, really good defense against their pitcher, or sorry, offense against their pitcher. Jack Leiter, that guy's a king. But mm-hmm. I think if it's going to be NC State, I think it's going to be NC State, Texas in the final. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to actually have to go with Texas 6-3. Ooh, wow. 6-3? to three? I, li- I like State, though. I like State, but I'm going I'm to take Texas over State. All right. Well, we appreciate your input. Thanks for coming on. All right. Hey, well, also, Brian, I had your last name saved as Brian Garrett in my phone. <laughs> I, I was like, who the fuck is Brian Garrett? <laughs> and then I heard your voice. I was like, oh, it's BB. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> BB. I'll fix that. Well, hey, thanks for the first feature. It's been a long time coming. Well, I'll get, you get back to the season. sleep, King. All right. See you, boys. All right. Bye. All right. All right, he's never coming on the podcast again. Picking Texas over NC State. <laughs> I think that uh, maybe if uh, people like this college baseball section, we'll bring him on next year. That's cool, man. I'll yeah. do a poll on Instagram. <laughs> Would so, you like to see this 12 months from now? So uh, that's all we got for college baseball. Yeah, that's good with me. That's more, I, I didn't know what was going on for most of it. Let's go pack. That's all I need to know. Um, all right, here we go. We're going to mention the U.S. Open. Congrats, John Rom. COVID can't keep you down. Also... A secondary congrats to you, me, for betting on John Rom. for betting on John Rom and hitting four out of five positional plays. And then a quick ha 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 to Bryson DeChambeau for uh, being in contention and then getting a uh, quadruple bogey on sixteen. Yep, that's all the golf we got for you. Hey, also Bryson, if you're listening, you wear a stupid hat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now uh, we mentioned the golf, so congrats us. Pat's on the back. If you're listening to this, pat your back for us mentioning golf. Uh, now let's mention the NHL playoffs. Uh, two series, they're both good. Uh, Canadians are beating Vegas. Who knows how? They must be hot. Power of Canada behind them. Even They're even missing that guy that, that's on the bachelorette. Yeah, they are. And they're still winning. And then uh, Islanders, it was a good two wins, but Lightning just took over after winning 8-0 on their last game. Lightning are winning the cup. I would Sad. think so as well. Sad. Cheaters. And that's all we got for golf and hockey today. That felt like an appropriate amount. Mm-hmm. Anything more would have been would have been if, forcing it. If you're listening to this and you're really like, oh man, I wish I talked about golf more, or I wish I talked about hockey more, you let us know. We'll uh, we'll record no, a 15 just, minute podcast just for you, and we'll send it to your ears only. Or or you can just call me and try to talk to me about golf and hockey for more than 15 minutes, and you realize I know nothing about it. True, unless it's the Canes know a lot about them and we'll see them next year all right let's get into everyone's favorite uh favorite section of the podcast good pats and getting the kennels the only thing that we've really done consistently on this podcast which is good because it's the it's a fan favorite other than talking about sports <laughs> and the austin moore segment um yeah yeah Austin. those are three things we're consistent about mm-hmm. so i'll go ahead and get my good pat my good pat is to mlb pitchers getting checked by the mlb um, that are making a mockery of it and just mm. full-on stripping on the field and throwing all their stuff at the foot of the umpire. Yep. That is hilarious. And they'll be, y'all are soft. Let the boys use whatever they want to make the ball go cool. Let us get sticky, sticky hands. What, like sunscreen and rosin? Rosin. Rosin? It's basically chalk. It's a damn shame, Rob, if, Rob Manfred. If the gymnasts can use it, the baseball players can use That's it. That's what I'm saying. I want to see dope pitches. 
That was but good. it is. But that was I, good pat to you, though? It was a good pat to the pitchers for making a mockery. mockery of okay. um, my get in the kennel, I've got two. One's to uh, Ben Simmons mm. for being a bad basketball player, future Shanghai Shark. Um, and the second get in the kennel is to me. 22 years, I never had a cavity. Found out this week I have one. Have you to have get a cavity? A, I have to get it filled on Friday. I made it 22 years without one. You've been eating candy? No, I just didn't go to the dentist for four years. I probably got cavities then. Um, so, but I feel like you can feel cavities. I have had a little pain up there, like once every like month. Oh, uh, okay. So, getting that filled on Friday. So it was a good run. I'm not sure if anyone's ever made it longer than that. So I'm gonna go ahead and crown myself with that. With that, crown. I'm sure people have made it longer than that. We're 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 gonna say for my sake that they haven't. But the new streak starts today. Well, did you get it filled today? I get it filled on Friday. So it starts Friday. It starts Friday. Great. Um, my turn. Good pats and get in the kennels. Um, good pat to the players retreat in Raleigh for opening back up. I thought it closed down forever. Well, they're back. I know. Um, secondary, good pat to um, the weather outside today. Uh, first time I've ever been in the summer in North Carolina where it's uh, less than 80 degrees. It was beautiful. So uh, congrats to you, weather. It's the Everything one time you'll ever of. get a good pat from me. Um, get in the kennel. Goes to um, the heat. Uh, it's probably going to be in the, the kennel for the next three months. Other than today. It got out for a quick breather. I thought you were talking about the Miami heat. I was like, what did they no. do? Nope. I'm back on the weather. I decided that after giving them a good pat, they deserve to get in the kennel as well. Just for uh, what they do during summer. Mm-hmm. Mother Nature. Maybe that's who I should put in the kennel. You should probably put You should probably put her in the kennel. Yeah, Mother Mother Nature in the kennel, please. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if I have any other get in the kennels. Um, oh, get in the kennel for whoever said Grant Williams got extended to the offer to the Tokyo Olympics. No, 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 that's good. They need heart. It wasn't true. Shams tweeted out the full roster. Guess who was not on it? Grant Williams, because why would he be on it? For fun? Carlos Boozer made a team one time, dude. He was he was an all star. And Grant Williams' future all star. Um, I can I can give you the full, I can give you the full roster. Well, let's save that for NBA. Okay, because it's kind of crazy how much help K Disney needs to win this thing. Did you just roll your eyes at me. Yeah, I did. You don't. He, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, let's go into uh, all the ladies listen to this favorite section. Unless you're a lady that likes sports. Bachelorette, um, or unless you're a lady that hates the Bachelorette. So this is how I don't we think s- I've met one. This is how we uh, split it up this week. I watched episode two because I'm a week behind. Brian did not watch episode two. Yeah, he last week, episode three. La- no, how last so last week I gave myself till week six to miss an episode, and I already I already did it. Okay, so you missed two episodes. Did you watch episode two? I ain't watched shit. Okay, so we're a week behind. Yeah, so we're talking episode two next week. We'll catch up. We'll be fully caught up next week. Essentially, three big things happened in this. We had two group dates, and we had a we had a one-on-one date. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the first group date. Um, essentially, it was a bunch of dudes, don't know their names, probably not going to learn them. Yep. They had to go do, they had to go answer a bunch of sex questions, huh. um, and then they had to do something to display their love in a sexual way in front of a live crowd. And of course... As ABC, they ABC only made this section so they could do this. They put the Virgin in there, right? And 
so he gets up there. Everyone's doing all this very raunchy stuff. And he gets up there and he just talks about how he's a virgin. And he wins the group date, Rose, for going up there and being honest. What a sweetheart. Um, the whole thing was incredibly uncomfortable and I hated it. And I actually didn't watch it. I just looked at my phone because it made me feel weird. Okay. And I was glad that part got over. This episode sucked. Next, one-on-one date with Greg, which this part was amazing. Talk about filled with emotions. Greg seems like a normal dude. They went to they went fishing. They went on like a pseudo camping trip. Who, which one's Greg? He's the one that got the first impression rose. Oh, okay. Um, they both opened up about their lives. It was very sweet, romantic. Greg's clearly a frontrunner. So you have the uncomfortable thing that ABC does, and you have a sweet one-on-one date that goes very well. And then you have just the drama comes in. There's drama sec- week two? Second group date, right? Great. Just basically just every other dude just mud wrestling. One-on-one. <laughs> and so... <laughs> that's Manly. All, all right. So, so manly of them? There was the match at the end. It was Aaron versus Cody. The producer set it up because they know they have beef, right? Was that the two guys that on night one, the guy was like, I don't like you, never liked you? I think so. Cool. Um, they Apparently, they know each other from back home, and they don't like like uh, each other. Aaron says about Cody. So Aaron's Aaron's about to establish himself as a prominent person in the show. He says that Cody is not here for the right reasons. Of course. Which there's always got to be one dude that comes out of the gate firing and be like, this dude's not here for the right reasons. He just wants to get rich and famous. Well, there also has to be the one guy that's not there for the right reasons. Yeah, there is. At least. Um, so essentially what happens, they fight. It's whatever. They wrestle. They mm-hmm. get mad. Um, and they go on their, like, cocktail party afterwards and there's some stuff that go on and people talk whatever but eventually katie loses it after some drama between those two about the not for the right reasons bullshit um and she says god what does she say oh she said if you're not here for me if you're not here for an engagement then get the fuck out laying down the law that's dope honestly um one quick thing, though, she got pissed off, says she needs some alone time. The dude from Australia that does not play American football, what that does play American football. The guy that does the British accent. Yeah. The American that plays American football in Australia that does a British accent <laughs> did not in fact. <laughs> that's easier. I think that's easier than learning his name. <laughs> um, oh, man. He goes immediately after she says, I need some time. And uh, goes and talks to her, which, first of all, I get it. You want to talk to her. But at the same time, she just wants some time. They end up kissing. He says all the right words. She's she's swoon. Is that how you say it? He swooned her? He swooned her. Um, and that's swooned. that. And then, of course, you get to the rose ceremony, and there's all this tension and beef between these two guys. Guy drama is hilarious, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the season, the episode stops, and I did not watch episode three because I am a week behind. Did any guys cry in episode two? Yeah, Greg did because Greg and Katie cried together because they were both talking about the impacts of their father's passing away. Okay, fair. That, I know. Not what I was Dude, ready for. I, I was going to laugh at them. I know. It was like so. I'll, they I'll, connected on such a deep level. I'll it was apologize amazing. for my pre-thought-out laugh that didn't come to fruition. That's good. Greg is an early frontrunner, and he's my favorite so far. Cool. Um. So next week, we'll be back with episodes three and four. Yeah. Cool I'm not going to watch episode two. I'll skip it. I know everything I need to know. It wasn't that great of an episode. There were some emotional parts. There was some, like, w- stupid drama. It was nothing crazy. 
I heard episode three gets spicy. So we'll see you next week for episode three. Um, and if you have anything you would like us to talk about regarding The Bachelorette, any people in particular, any parts in particular, let us know. And we'll talk about it. I promise we will. But you can't use the real names. You have to describe them. I'm not in the business of learning anybody's name except for Greg. And Katie. And Katie. Um, so. It'd be kind of impossible to not know her name. Are well, there two Courtney's on the show? Because someone called him Courtney with a Q the other day, and I don't know if they were just making fun of him or if there's two Courtney's. They're just making fun of him. That's how you spell it. I know. Courtney. Courtney. He's a unit of measurement. Courtney. 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 Ew, um, disgusting. Let's go ahead and jump into the NBA. I'll let you lead off with uh, the Olympic team. The NBA players have announced that they're playing for the Olympics. Here's the roster. Straight from Shams Char- Charinia. Yeah, I, I didn't have it pulled up. All right, it's Kevin Durant. Now listen to how stacked this team is. Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, Zach Levine, Kevin Love, Bam Adebayo, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, Chris Milton, Jeremy Grant. And so the question comes up, how much help does Kevin Durant need to win? And it looks like it's a lot. Sorry, I was mesmerized that you said stacked and then Kevin Love fell on the list. Well, Kevin Love's one of those dudes that's like always going to be on a USA team, you know? Like loves his country. Like Melo will always be on one, even if he wasn't like the top fifteen guy. In Why is America. he not on it this year then? He's he's really old. Um, LeBron's team for the Olympics was just as stacked. Funny you made this about LeBron. You did. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said, how much help does Kevin Durant need to win? Because apparently James Harden and Kyrie weren't enough. It's not It's not that Kevin Durant needs. It's that USA wants to go shit pump people. I know. I can't wait to We're see. getting back to the shit pumping era. I can't wait to see America just beat teams by 50 and wipe them off the floor. floor. Yep. Huh. Is this team better than the last team that we had? I don't know. That had Kobe, LeBron, D-Wade, no. Chris Bosh. What are you talking about? Which team? They didn't play in 2016. Last time, last time, the last time LeBron played was 2012. No, the 2008 team is the second best USA basketball team of all time. Do you think this one has a chance to surpass them? No, I mean it was the starting line was Chris Paul, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Durant, Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard, and LeBron James with Melo off the bench. Every single and one Dwight of them off the bench, and every single one of them in their prime, except and Kevin Durant was not in his prime yet. And Chris Bosh off the bench. Yeah, that team was disgusting, and. and yeah, that team. Of- they're they're arguably better than the Dream Team. You could definitely make the argument. I think they had more Hall of Famers than Dream Team did. <sighs> yeah, because Dream Team didn't put Isaiah Thomas on it. And the Dream Team, in reality, only had three players on it that could play in today's league. Amen. Charles Barkley. Nope. John Stockton. Carl Malone. Uh, the three are actually Magic, MJ, and Larry Bird. And that's Larry with the hurt back. But uh, let's go into the next piece of NBA news. NBA draft lottery happened. We're not going to lay out all the picks. We're just going to give you the top three. Top three. Number one, Detroit Pistons. No, top four. Okay, top four. Number one, Detroit Pistons. Who would have seen that coming? Kate Cunningham to the Pistons. He's only meeting with one team, and it's Detroit Pistons. Last night, I tweeted uh, when the draft lottery happened. I said, how quickly, how do the Pistons ruin this pick? I will return to this tweet in a few weeks. Yep. Last time they took a uh, last time they had a top three pick, they took Darko Milicic. So definitely possible for them to ruin it. Pick number two, Houston Rockets. Poverty they deserved it. Poverty organization. What? They suck, dude. They yeah, suck. they deserve this pick. They lo- they just gave up everyone for nothing. They deserve this pick. 
third pick goes to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Somehow they always find a way to get into the top three every year, no matter what. Does Dan Gilbert's son still go? No, it wasn't him this year. He's not their good luck charm anymore? No. Well, they, it was virtual also. And the number four was the Toronto Raptors who jumped up. So good for them. Who fell out? Who fell out was the Magic and the Thunder. The Magic fell out, but they still have two top ten picks. So good yep. for them. Thank, um, you. Thank you, Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. Now let's uh, now let's go to the playoffs. Here's what's happened since the last time we spoke last week. Kevin Durant choked. The Nets went bye-bye. Uh, that means that they are two more years of not winning a championship away before the trades they made this year were officially not worth it. I agree with that. So you got two more years left on the clock, Brooklyn. Can you do it? I hope you don't. Me neither. I saw a report today that they could trade Kyrie in the offseason. I'm fine with that. Kyrie's my least favorite out of the three. Where would they go? I don't care. Just, I, they're so annoying. Kyrie is so annoying with the whole everyone in the world should be on our team. Yeah. No, we shouldn't. Everyone we should, should all, root for us. Everyone hates y'all because y'all are so good, <laughs> and then y'all went out there and lost in seven. Here's the problem for the world, Because guess what? Though. you got to learn how to play some damn defense to win a championship. No, they don't. Here's the problem for the world. Uh, this year, they only played nine, ten games together as a big three, including the playoffs. And uh, now they get a longer offseason to rest up. And uh, they might win 80 games next year. No, they, they won't. They, won't. But they, might, they might score the most points ever by a team in NBA history, though. No, that would be the Wizards. In a season. Okay. I'm over it. Um, everyone was injured this year. Congrats to the Bucks for winning that series. Giannis Antetokounmpo, that was a legacy game for you. It was his best game ever. 40 points, like 13 rebounds in a closeout game. And five and, assists. And he beat the best player in the world. Yep. Good for him. I'm happy for Giannis. I'm also very happy for Drew Holiday. He deserves it. I'm happy that Chris Middleton woke up. Chris, I, I Middleton like Chris Middleton is the most underrated guy in the league, in my opinion. No. Underrated? Who's more underrated? C.J. McCollum. <gasps> See, you should have looked at C.J. McCollum. Splits this year. He might have had a bad year, but he's still more underrated than Chris Middleton. Yeah, well, Chris Middleton has already had just as good as a career as C.J. McCollum. He's older than C.J. McCollum. No, he's not. They're the same age. Okay, so then why did you say he's already had just as good of a career as if C.J.'s been in the league longer? Maybe they're not the same age. Well, how old do you think Chris Middleton is? 29. How old do you think McCollum is? 27. You were wrong. They're both 29. <laughs> um, I was so close. Well, I was right on one. So McCollum this year shot 46 from the field. Mm-hmm. Not bad. 81 from the line. Okay. Um, basketball reference really just throws a bunch of numbers out there. Yeah, they do. They, they, they just make put it numbers in your face. Very hard. He had a good year. He had a. He had, he had a, a tough playoffs. playoffs. He had a tough playoffs. He's probably getting traded this offseason. Mm. I had to guess. It's time. It's past due for the Blazers to blow up the organization because trade the, Dame to the Celtics. Thank the Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum backcourt is not going to get you anywhere. But they have to keep Yusuf Nurkic. It's part of the deal. That's. I don't care. Um, let's move on to the other thing that happened. Sixers got bounced. What a joke. Process does not work. Uh. I the process does not work because Ben Simmons is part of the process. Now you replace Ben Simmons with just about anybody else, the process might work. 
Follow-up question, how do they trade Ben Simmons? Um, his contract is egregious. Uh-huh. It's like $140 million <laughs> over the next five years. Uh-huh. Um, it might now be the worst contract in the NBA. It used to be John Walls. John Walls is... It used to be Nick Batum. Nick Batum's was bad, but he wasn't making $40 million a year. He was making like twenty-seven. Congrats, John Wall. You officially don't have the worst contract yeah. in the league. Even though, um, if you're listening to this, John, I never said you did. You're the king of Raleigh. Um, I was listening to ESPN Radio and Keon. Um, God, who is it? Johnson. He's playing wide receiver in the NFL. Okay. What What's his name? Keyshawn. Keyshawn. Keyshawn Johnson said he would trade. He would trade <laughs> Ben Simmons for a cup of ice water. <laughs> Depends how thirsty you are. Um, yeah, Ben Simmons got to get traded. I think most likely trade destinations are probably you maybe get him to Sacramento for Buddy Heald and like Marvin Bagley. You might get him to Portland for CJ McCollum. I don't really see many people wanting to take on that contract though. You might be able to get him to Houston and get like, I mean, you're not going to get what you should in return for Ben Simmons because he sucks. Eric now. Gordon and Kevin Porter. No, you'd get John Wall in the trade, and that'd be kind of like you give John Wall like one year as point guard and hit the last year of his deal. Um, I was texting Jesse about this, um, and he said, "Cut him just to prove a point." I like that. Just take <laughs> take the dead cap hit of a hundred and forty million. Hit. Take the hundred forty million hit and just, and just get throw it his with. ass on the streets. Uh, if they keep him, apparently the plan is that they're going to make him switch to his right hand for shooting. Dude, he he's he should shoot right handed. It looks unnatural him shooting left handed. He takes every runner and floater right handed. Yeah, he's confused. It doesn't fucking make sense. He's great defensively, though. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because he can't play at the end of games. I'll take him on the Celtics if the Sixers eat half his contract. Dude, I feel so bad for Joe Embiid. What a fucking great season he had, and it was ruined by a man named Ben. Mm -hmm. He let an Australian named Ben ruin his. I still love Joel. I'll take you on the Celtics whenever you decide to leave. Um, Now let's move on to the teams that are still playing. We'll start with the Western Conference Finals because it is the conference finals that has actually started. It's the Suns versus the Clippers, and currently it is 2-0 Suns after the first two games in Phoenix. No Kawhi, no CP3. Game one was a good battle. I didn't watch the whole game, um, but the Suns won. Clippers were controlling for a lot of it. Yep. They kind of... And the Suns had a great fourth quarter to close it out. That's what I heard. Um, Let's Let's move into game two. Crazy ass game. Um, when I saw Cameron Payne was wearing an NBA uniform back in December, mm-hmm. I thought he was on a 10 day contract. I couldn't believe he was back in the NBA because his first six years in the league, arguably I could have been better than him in his first six years in the league. But could you dance better with Russell Westbrook? No, I can't dance better, mm-hmm. but I would, I would have been a better ball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he had, he was a leading, this is how you prove this title doesn't really matter. Campaign was the leading scorer in the conference final game. 29. Go ahead and apologize to the man. I'm not apologizing, Cameron Payne. Um, because you know what happened? You know what happened? The Suns got ahead of themselves. There was 50 seconds left, and they were down by one. And what action did they go to? ISO with campaign to get Kennard switched onto him. And then he went and just missed a layup. And then they didn't even look. They didn't look for another set. They didn't look for Devin Booker coming off screens. They went straight to winding down the clock to eight hand. seconds. Hot hand is bullshit. You give it to your best player in the clutch. Here's a question. <laughs> Speaking of campaign scoring 29, how do the Suns get production from literally everyone that steps on the court? I was talking about this earlier that when I was thinking about this in like regards to, I think it's going to be Bucks Suns finals. Yeah. I and want the Suns to win The Bucks are playing at the level they're supposed to be playing at. This is like the appropriate level for them. And this is what people expected the Bucks. Mm-hmm. 
and that includes their role players, and that includes Giannis and Middleton and Holiday. Now the Suns, Devin Booker's playing at the level we think he's playing at because he's an all-star. DeAndre Aiden's playing out of his mind. And every single one of their role players is having the best season of their career. Yep. Like infinitely better than what they usually are. Mm-hmm. And so eventually, does that catch up to them? And I think it does. Okay. Not in the Clippers series because the Clippers suck. Well, let's keep talking about this game real quick. Let's talk about how it finished. Alley-oop to DeAndre Ayton with .8 seconds left that only took one-tenth of a second. Yep. and uh, What a pass by Jay Crowder. I need you to apologize to him. Great pass, great play, great game winner. It is. It Calm does, the dog. It does, it does suck for the Clippers, though, that the Suns get a free timeout on a review. Um, mm-hmm. That's something the NBA probably needs to fix, that you get free timeouts all the time in the last minute of the game because there's so many reviews. Um, because think about it. They just called it out on the Clippers. Players not allowed to huddle that bench during reviews. Yeah. And that's the thing. And they might have to do that because like, if you don't have them going to to Monty Williams, no way they draw up a set to get a back screen on Zubach to get Aiton at the rim. What a screen. What a screen by Devin Booker. What they're probably doing is drawing the, out of an OT. It's not even OTA, just out of bounds players. They're probably just trying to get Devin Booker a shot in the deep corner. Yep. Because it's the easiest place to get the ball. I agree. And so it sucks for the Clippers that that happened. Um, but it's also completely on Paul George. Being down 2-0, do the Clippers have a chance of winning the series? I'm going to say I'm gonna say yes. Um, with the question mark of maybe Kawhi comes back. I think it's an absolute no if they don't ever get Kawhi back. I think I think they win. I think they win tomorrow night. I, Me too. They should have won last night. I don't Paul, think they get swept. I think they've been playing too well as a team to get swept at this point. The, but if they can't close a game, it's going to haunt them. The thing about Paul George is I was ready to call him playoff P because his fourth quarter last night, if you take away the two mystery throws. It was throws, so good. It was one of the greatest. It was one of the best fourth quarter performances I've seen all playoffs. What do you have, like 13? He had 13. He was making all the difficult shots. He was aggressive, taken to the rack, getting fouled. They couldn't. They didn't have an answer for him. And then guard he him. shoots himself in the foot and misses two free throws when they mattered. To the ice the game, it was bad. And it just, it just, it sucks. So it who, sucks. So who do you have winning the series? I have, I have the Suns winning the series. I think, I think the Clippers take it to six or seven. I think it's gonna go six. Um, I think it's four two Suns. Congrats, Suns! You've made the championship. I don't know what the severity of Kawhi's injury is because they won't say. But people you, are saying it's ta- ACL. Well, they, it's not a tear. It's probably a, sp- it's a sprain, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know the severity of that. Or means. strain. So Those are different, apparently. Well, yeah, a sprain is a tear. What's well, a strain? Strain is when it, I think it just... It stretches too much? I think so. Like, when you sprain something, you t- you have a partial torn ligament. Be careful when stretching so you don't strain. But sprains don't require surgery because it's not fully t- torn. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I liked when, like, nearing with the minute left in that game, I thought the Clippers were going to end up winning this series. And now I don't think so, so much, which sucks because I I do like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, weirdly, even though I like the Lakers. Yeah. But it fair. sucks. That I Kawhi. like both of them as well. And I want, like, Paul George's career arc to change. Like, it was fun for a year making fun of him, pandemic mm-hmm. Pete, but I miss the Paul George that was just a dog. Here's my hot take I think Paul George is better as a number one option on a team than a number two. I think so too. I mm-hmm. think he needs to fill himself into the game, and he can't do that if he's getting less shots. Like last game, his first half was bad. You ready for my prediction? If they lose the series, mm-hmm. Paul George to the Knicks. Four. RJ. Well, actually, no. Paul George didn't sign an extension. Paul he's George. A free to, agent. Paul, Paul George to the Knicks. 
Oh, was it Kawhi that didn't sign an extension? It's what? Kawhi. Okay, so Paul George signed an extension. Kawhi did not sign an extension. I don't know where Kawhi is going to go. No one does, but we'll, he's talk, probably we'll just talk gonna, about that with NBA offseason. He's probably just going to retire. Wouldn't be that shocked. Disappear honestly. into a cave. Uh, let's go into the East. Bucks Hawks. It starts tonight, starting right now as we record this podcast. Um, game one prediction, Bucks. Hampton, you're not allowed to predict. Bucks are going to win this series in five. Okay. Well, uh, you just broke your rule. I am I dude. You remember how much I was on board for the Bucks in the last series? Mm-hmm. Like beginning of last series, I was never been so high on the Bucks. I'm out of the fucking roof with the Bucks right now. I'm in love with their team. Okay, so you already answered my next question, which was: Do Hawks have enough to win this series? No. Uh, what would Trey Young have to average for them to win this series? He would have to probably go 35 and 10. I was thinking 40 and 15. The, I, I they the. Problem with the Bucks is, or the problem with the Hawks is, they literally have zero answer for Giannis. The Nets didn't have an answer for Giannis, but they had a better one than what the Hawks have. Okay. Uh, last question about the series: Do the Bucks deserve to win the NBA Finals? I mean, they do. They, I mean, they've been past three seasons. They've been great. They've been great teams that just faltered in the playoffs. And Giannis is young. He's only twenty-seven years old. All right. Let's take away the players. Does Coach Bud deserve a Coach finals? Bud does not deserve a ring, but neither did Tyron Lue in it's 2016. Steve Nash did not deserve a ring this okay, year. Okay, then let's pick a finals winner based on which coach deserves a ring the most. It's 100% Monty Williams. I think it's McMillan. Uh, McMillan definitely deserves one. Monty Williams definitely deserves one. You know his story? No. His wife died when he was coaching in New Orleans in a car crash like four years ago, and he took like the rest of the year off, then kind of faltered out of the league and got assistant jobs and they ended up back in Phoenix as that coach. Jesus Christ. I'm rooting for the Suns even more than I ever was. Yeah, Monty Williams is great. And I also believe it. I also love Nate McMillan. Not only because he went to NC State because he's a really good person Mm -hmm. and he deserves to win one because he's been a decent coach over the Since he took over the team, they have the best winning percentage in the league. Yeah. And it was bullshit that the Pacers fired him. Yeah, it was. And they put Good for him though. Bjorken in there and Nate Bjorken's not fired. Good for him though. uh, Way to get out of New Orleans. Celtics hired a coach. Yeah, they did. Emi Oduko. Yep. And, He's a uh, fucking great coach. One of my um, things that I tweeted out that I wanted Celtics to do was hire someone that's coached under Greg Popovich, and he uh, fulfills that requirement. He does. So good job, Celtics. Thanks for listening to me. I will take a $500 stipend as an advisor to the hire. Or how about this? We take we take season tickets. I'll take tickets to one game. But you play from, you pay for my flight and hotel. But in their box t- seats. Free media drinks. seats. We're on the media table. Put me next to Woj. No, put me next to Chris Haynes. Put me next to Mark. What Do you think the Bucks deserve to win a championship? Players, kind of. Coach, no. I think... I think I'm think i not a Giannis guy. I know you're not a Giannis guy, but you have to respect how phenomenal he's been this year. He's been great. Um, and then I think everyone in the world... I've never met someone that doesn't love Drew Holiday. Yeah, I like Drew Holiday. I wanted him on the Celtics. I was supposed to have him on the Celtics instead of Kemba. And then Chris Middleton's the guy that flies under the radar, but he's the most important piece on their team. Yes. What about Brooke Lopez? I like Brooke Lopez, the Brooklyn Nets' leading scorer. How many fans at the Nets Bucks game game seven do you think knew that Zero. Brooke Lopez was the Nets' leading franchise scorer? Thirty. And half of them were personnel. Yep. Well, um, that's all we got. That was a lot of stuff. I think we did it in a pretty good amount of time. I think that was good. We had some jokes in there. We had some fun stuff, and then we got some good basketball talking. Yeah, we did. Just hoops with the with the men. Hoops with the boys. Hoops with the fellas. Moops.
men hoops. Nope, hate that. Cut that. Never say that again. Who in? Who hoops men? It's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> well, uh, I'll leave you this to sit with until next week. Um, huh? Are you thinking or did you die? I lost it. All right. I'll leave you with this. You want to say goodbye real quick, though? Goodbye. Bucks and four.